Ladies and guys who want a plan, Andy here, author of the best Tinder guide on the internet, and guy who also has a plan, sometimes, this is the Kill You're Gonna Loser show, let's fucking go. So a while ago I did a podcast about having a backup plan for your dates, and what I meant there was, let's say you have a date coming up on Friday night, right? Have a backup plan in case something falls through, in case she flakes or she reschedules or, you know, she's had a busy week and she changes her mind about meeting up or, you know, maybe she's sick or her cat needs a hug or whatever reason that someone might have for not meeting up with you, even though they set the plans, right? Because these things do happen. In the world of dating, particularly if you're going for more casual dating, particularly if you're in a Western country, but it applies to other countries as well. But particularly in the West, people have a pretty casual idea about dating, right? We're pretty chill and pretty casual. And so people do reschedule or flake or cancel on dates for a million different reasons and pretty easily. Like it's something that happens pretty often. And so what I suggest, and this is something I do myself, and I also do this with friends, like if I'm going to meet my friends, because sometimes friends flake too. Less than casual dates, obviously, but friends still flake sometimes. We flake ourselves, don't we? Everybody sort of flakes or reschedules. Life gets in the way sometimes. But what I suggest is having a backup plan. So what that might look like is, let's say you have a date on Friday. What I would do is I would sit there and I would say, okay, if I don't end up meeting this girl, what am I going to do instead? Okay, well, there's this movie I've been wanting to watch, so maybe I can go and watch that movie. Or I might go for a really long walk because right now I'm losing weight and... If I don't meet this girl, I could walk for like two hours and just listen to some podcasts and have a really chill afternoon or evening or day or whatever. And I would lose some weight because I'm walking. So that would be a good use of my time. Or if I don't see this girl, I actually might go and get an early night's sleep. Like that'd actually be a really cool use of my time. I, I love catching up on my sleep. I've been feeling really fucking drained and tired lately. Yeah, maybe I'll go and get some sleep. Or maybe I will text one of my friends and I'll say, hey, you know, I think I have plans for this Friday night, but if my plans fall through, do you want to grab a beer if you're free? And your friend might say, yeah, dude, you can just text me if you're free. And you say, cool, sweet. So having some sort of like backup plan, and it doesn't have to be this rigid set in stone plan of like, here's exactly what I will do. But what you're basically doing is showing yourself that you have other options. And what you're doing there is, You're not putting all the burden of your happiness on someone else because this is what I see a lot of people doing, right? A lot of guys and girls will do the same thing. A lot of guys will say, okay, I've got this date on Friday. I really hope I meet her. I'm super excited. I really want it to go well. And then when it doesn't happen, they get disappointed. They disappoint themselves. They had expectations and they get really frustrated that those expectations weren't met. But what I say is this is kind of the game that you're playing. If you're looking for casual sex, or you're wanting to date fairly casually, or you live in a country where people have fairly casual relationships and a casual attitude about sex and dating in general, then this is kind of what you signed up for. Like some people might reschedule last minute, an hour before the date, they might say, hey, I'm not going to come. Some people might even ghost you. Like that does happen sometimes. This is kind of the, you know, dating market at this point in time. And so a realistic expectation is, yes, at some point, someone's going to flake on you. Someone might even ghost you. 
Someone might sleep with you once and then not see you again. Despite your expectations or despite what you want, not everyone is going to give you exactly what you want, right? People are their own people with their own preferences and likes and dislikes and agendas and reasons for behaving and doing the things that they're doing. And in the same way that you haven't necessarily given every woman or every person what they want, not every woman is going to give you what you want. And so it's about having a more realistic understanding of what's going on here. You know, you're dating fairly casually, and even if you ultimately want something more serious, you're dating in a country or in an environment, or you're using online dating, where people do have a more casual, like, laissez-faire, relaxed view on actually showing up when they meet. And so the first thing I would say is have an expectation that, yeah, eventually some people might show up to the date, might not show up to the date that they said they would. And now don't get bitter about that. Don't go like, oh, women will just flake on you. People are going to flake on you. Everybody lets you down. Everybody's disappointing you. No, don't get hurt about it because that's you just getting angry about the way things are, getting angry at reality. That doesn't make you feel better and it doesn't really accomplish anything. So as best you can, accept it. Might take you a little while. It took me a little while to be okay with it because for the longest time I would tell myself frustrating stories of, why do women do this? And again, it's not just women. Guys flake too. But why do women flake? Why are they just so rude? Like, how come they can't stick to what they've said? Like, they promised they were going to show up. And I would get myself all worked up and frustrated. And that doesn't really solve any problems, does it? That's not a solution. Getting frustrated isn't really a solution. Getting angry doesn't really fix anything. All it does is hurt you. All it does is cause you pain and frustration and unhappiness. And so the answer again is having a backup plan. And so I said all this in a previous podcast, but I want to go a little further in this podcast and say, I would actually make the backup plan your, don't even use it, don't even call it a backup plan, just call it a different plan. Or it's almost like another way of phrasing this is, girls are the backup plan, or your dating life is the backup plan, but your life in general is the main mission, the main plan. And I think that's probably a healthier way of viewing things. So rather than saying, okay, you know, this girl that I'm going to go on a date with, she's my number one plan and she has to show up and I really hope it works and I really want to just improve my dating and my sex life. And you might have those goals. Those are amazing fucking goals. But I would put your life as your number one priority. I would put yourself and your happiness as your number one priority. And what I mean by that is I would have a mission and a calling and hobbies and friends and all of the stuff that I always talk about as being a healthy way to go through life. I would put all of those things as your number one. Like you put yourself, you as number one. And women are this really nice sort of backup plan to that. Or women are a nice bonus to that. Your dating life should be a bonus to the rest of your life. Yes, it might be your main focus right now. It might be your obsession. It might be your goal. It might be the main thing that you're working on. And that's all wonderful. But you have to have things outside of that that are more meaningful or more important. And then that stops you. What does that stop you doing? That stops you getting so frustrated when someone flakes. That gives you that abundance mentality that you've been seeking the entire time. There's a really good book that talks about this stuff called I Need Your Love. Is That True? 
It's by Byron Katie. I will leave a link in the description where you can go and grab that book. But it's a really good book on basically showing you, like, if you sit there and use other people as the source of your happiness or the source of your unhappiness when they flake on you, you are just setting yourself up for a roller coaster ride of, I'll only be happy if they give me what I want, which is pretty random. Like, people aren't always going to behave the way you want them to. Women aren't always going to show up to the dates that they said they would, just like guys don't always show up to the dates they said they would. You're setting yourself up for that roller coaster. And then when people don't show up, what do you do? You lose all the power. You lose all the the joy and the happiness. You, you're basically giving someone else control over your own happiness. That takes away all power and, and control and accountability and agency that you have. And again, I see a lot of guys get really frustrated by the concept of flaking. And it's only because they said to themselves or they got you know, they gave themselves expectations and told stories of, man, it's going to be so great when I have an amazing dating life, or it's going to be so amazing when I meet this girl, or it's going to be so great when, you know, every woman meets with me and I never get flakes. That really isn't the reality of what we're dealing with here. I've said this in recent podcasts, and I've said this multiple times. I still, to this day, get flaked on a lot. I did a podcast recently where I talked, it was called something like seven flakes in a row or 13 flakes in a row, something like that. It was some big number where I literally had like seven or nine or 13, whatever the number was, number of women in a row that said, yes, I will meet you on Friday at 6 p.m. at this bar. I can't wait. So the date was literally confirmed. And then they flaked for one reason or another. I had like seven or again, I can't remember the exact number, but I had some huge number of women in a row, all of them in a row that did that and then flaked. And I had a podcast on my YouTube channel where I interviewed one of my friends, where I sat down with one of my friends and we had a chat and he talked about the same shit. He said like, dude, I've had like five flakes in a row, you know, at one point and it just is what it is. And so if you tell, if you get yourself frustrated over every individual flake, you will get bogged down in each individual, you know, person, I guess. And if you're dating casually or if you're in a country that dates casually, or you're using online dating, or any of the stuff that we talk about, right? Like, you are going to get flakes. And you can't really afford to sit there and get frustrated by each individual girl. Because you're just, again, going to get bogged down in the one individual girl who didn't meet you. And then you go, yeah, but then the next one and the next one. Zoom out a little bit. Remind yourself of the fact that this is a numbers game. That does mean that quite a few women might flake on you or reschedule or not do exactly what you want or not want what you want. That's kind of the way the dating market goes, right? Like it's two people coming together and saying, do we both want the same thing? And so that's why the healthiest thing you can do or the thing that will bring you the most peace and happiness is to put yourself and your life and your mission and your goals and your hobbies and all of that stuff as your number one priority. And then somebody else, like women, are a nice bonus to that. So start viewing women as a bonus rather than the entire fucking point, right? The entire point of your life isn't just to get sex. And I think guys get caught up in that. I understand that it's the goal that's the most meaningful to you right now. It's the one that's right in front of you. I understand you want to obsess about it and I encourage that. Go for it. Great. Brilliant. Good. But it's about taking a step back every now and then and reminding yourself there are things about myself that are worthy as well. I'm not going to define myself. I'm not going to get frustrated if one person flakes on me or doesn't meet me. Um, Even if a bunch of women flake on me, you know, seven in a row, whatever it was for me, I'm not going to sit there and define my self-worth by that. 
There is more to me than just that. And when you zoom out a little bit and you have these sort of backup plans in case a girl doesn't meet you or you have your own life going on in case she doesn't meet you, you just go straight back to your life and it makes things a lot more smooth. You get a lot less bogged down. It's like water off a duck's back when a woman flakes on you because you're like, oh, that's cool. I've already got my own life going on. I'm just going to go back to my life. Like I was already doing my life anyway. You're not meeting me. That's cool. I'm going back to my life. And so, again, it's so unbelievably helpful and healthy and easy to just put yourself at the center of your world or at the center of your life. Like you are the main priority, your hobbies, your happiness, your peace, your mission, all of that stuff. Put that as number one and then women as number two. And by the way, this absolutely applies to women too. Like to every woman, I would say don't have guys or don't have other you know, people as your number one priority, you are your own priority. And everybody else is a wonderful bonus to that. If you don't know what your mission is, if you're listening to this, and you're going, well, that easy for you to say, Andy, you know what your mission is, but I don't really know what my mission is. Hobbies are a great mission at the start. Self improvement is a great mission. You don't have to have this big overarching mission of like, here's my purpose and my reason for living. No, just have some hobbies, have some friends. If you don't have those things, start building them, have some self-improvement projects that you're working on outside of women or the opposite gender, such as going to the gym, you know, maybe losing weight, dressing yourself better, taking some better Tinder pictures, like all of these kind of things, which force you to improve yourself and push you to be a better human being. That's your number one mission. Women have always been a bonus to this stuff. Women have always been a bonus to your life. They've never been the main focus of it. I know sometimes we can get caught up in, yeah, but women are my main goal. Like women are my main priority. Like, great, sure, wonderful. Just have some other things going on as well as that. So I'm not telling you to care less about your sex life. I'm not telling you guys to care less about your dating life. No, not at all. But have some other things going on outside of it so that then if you do get flaked on or if a girl doesn't show up to a date or you feel yourself getting a little frustrated by the dating market and things like that, you can sort of take a step back and look in the mirror and say, hey, there's a lot more to me than just my dating results. Like I have an entire cool life going on. And if this girl wants to flake, you know, that's okay. I could have shared my cool life with her. She's kind of missed out a little bit. That's all right. You know, I'm on to the next girl. Whichever girl ends up seeing me, she's going to be lucky. And that's that abundance mentality that we're talking about, guys. So again, I will end on this note. Women aren't the focus of your life. Sex is not the focus of your life. It's a really nice bonus to it. And you can kind of apply that to almost any goal, right? Like if it's money, money isn't the focus of your life. It might be the thing that you're focusing on right now. It might be the thing that you're spending the most time in. You might be absolutely obsessed with it, with making it. Sure, great, wonderful. But it isn't the sole focus of your entire life. You're not going to define your entire life on that one thing, because what do you do when you don't have money? Oh, I must be a failure. You're setting yourself up for failure if you solely focus on one thing as your entire life. And I think you guys know that because even those of you right now who are in the stage where you are solely focused on just getting laid and that's your main mission, you know that for the rest of you, all of you talk about at some point, I'd like to move on to business. I don't know when that'd be. Fuck, maybe it'd be 10 years from now. But at some point, I do also want to build a business or I want to build a family or I want to, you know, have an elite body. You know that there's other things that will excite you outside of sex. And I think sometimes we just get so caught up in our desire for a certain goal that we forget that there is a world outside of it. And so this is about reminding yourself of that 
having women almost as the backup plan when you have a date. It's like my life is the main focus. My life is the main plan. And you, this date, are almost like the cherry on top of that. And if you flake, hey, I don't even need necessarily a backup plan. And, you know, again, I know I talked at the start of this podcast about having a backup plan. That's very useful. But it's almost like that backup plan is just your main life. It's almost not even a backup plan. It's it's your life that was already going on. And this girl flaked. And so now you're just going back to your life. So have your own life going on. Have your own hobbies or at least some self-improvement projects. Just some things that you care about outside of the main goal that you're working on. And if that's not sex and dating, if it's if you're you know an entrepreneur building a business... I know it's very easy to be caught up in that. I've done it myself and you've spent, you know, you spend like 15 hours a day working on that. And then anytime something doesn't go wrong in your business, what do you do? You get very frustrated. You feel like the world is ending because for you, it is. Your entire world is just that one goal, that one business or your sex and dating life, whatever you've put as the most important thing in your life. And so it's about taking a little bit of a step back and saying, hey, at least I have some other stuff going on in my life. And if you don't, those things can be easily built. They're very easy to build. So if you need some help building those things, I'm happy to help. I have coaching. Right now, I'm still offering my 15-week deal for the price of 12. So you pay for 12 weeks of either group or one-on-one coaching, and I will sign you up for 15. Happy to help you guys. I'll leave a link in the description below to that. But yeah, make your own life the center of your, or the focus, the, the most important priority. And women or money or any achievement really is like a nice bonus to an already cool life. And then that makes you feel gratitude, right? Rather than frustration when you don't get what you want. You feel grateful that you already have all this other stuff. And you're not really bummed that this person didn't give you what you want. Because you're like, you know what? I don't care. My life's already cool enough. So go out there, guys, as always. Crush those goals. And... Have a bit of fun while you're doing it, yeah? Don't don't get so frustrated if the goals don't necessarily work out the way you want them to all the time. That's kind of the process of self-improvement anyway. But have fun with this stuff.